0: This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program countrywide tonight, we bring you an interview with the Director General, Central Industrial Security Force Rajesh Ranjan. The interviewer is Nilab Shivastav, journalist this is the 50 years completion of the security force this year in 2019 you have now entered in the 51st year we vividly remember that the prime minister himself took the salute of the parade this time your raising day on march 10th with this 51st year, I am sure the CISF is going to take new strides into the future. This is a force which is known for its forte in many installation security. It is the lead force for the airport security in the country and also nuclear and power domain. So how do you see the advent and the march of CISF forward as it grows in the number of years?
1: Let me take the liberty of recalling some of the high points of our 50th year. As you rightly mentioned, the highest point was of course the attendance of the Honorable Prime Minister on our raising day function, and uh, on that particular day, if you were present there, you would have seen the spectacular demonstration of VIP security and hostage rescue presented by the CISF personnel, which was widely acclaimed uh, by everyone who was present there. Now, during the 50th year, we had a number of programmes that we conducted on social causes. There were a few major programs that I'd like to briefly mention. The first was the Himalayan expedition of nine days which was organized at Uttarakhand and the expedition had basically two themes, solid waste disposal for sustainable development and hum fit to India fit. Apart from this 19,600 of our personnel and their families they pledged their organs during the Golden Jubilee year. We also conducted mass tree plantation across all our 345 units, and a record number of 7.5 lakh saplings were planted. In this particular year, we also had the honor of winning the longest single line moving bicycle parade, which was recorded and honored by the Guinness World Record Organization. We also, as you would probably be aware, we conducted a major international aviation security seminar. So a number of programs were conducted during the 50th year which showed the vitality and the robustness of our force and the quality of our personnel. Now going beyond the 50th year, we have taken a pledge at the beginning of this year that we will be working on four different aspects that impacts on the force's functioning. The first would be the welfare of our personnel. By welfare, I mean all the aspects, including their promotional avenues, the welfare of their families, their housing needs, etc. Now, as the force has you know, grown tremendously over the last decade, it has now reached over 1,50,000. We also need to focus very strongly on the infrastructure development. So this was another area that we have decided to focus on. The third area that we will be focusing on is the training aspect because this is a dynamic thing and any force which needs to raise its bar constantly has to train its personnel on a regular basis. As, you know, it's been mentioned on, in another context, a rolling stone gathers no moss. So if your personnel are being constantly trained, they would be upgrading their core competency and providing their best to the organization. The fourth aspect that we are focusing very strongly on is the leveraging of technology alongside our manpower deployment so that the security that we provide is both robust and cost effective for the client organization. So we have taken these four aspects as our theme for the way forward and a number of steps and a number of issues have been handled and successfully resolved. And during the course of our conversation, I'd be mentioning some of the key ones that we have been able to achieve in a matter of just uh, five to six months. During the Raising Day program, I did make an appeal to all the force personnel that we have to constantly raise our bar and stretch our boundaries. And on the physical level, we actually achieved that with a 16 member expedition which was able to summit the Mount Satupant, which is at the altitude of 7,000 meters. Now the remarkable thing about this expedition is that for the first time, three women personnel of any CAPF were able to summit Mount Satupant. And this is a prelude to a joint expedition being planned for next year, which is going to be an expedition comprising of the team members drawn from all the CAPFs. And we hope with this Success. We hope that maximum number of our personnel will also be part of the Mount Everest expedition. So these are some of the things that we are focusing on. And on the aspect of technology, I'm very happy to let you know that we got the NCRB trophy for our in-house application, which is the training management software. And this was presented only three months back at Lucknow. Now, as many of you would know, The remarkable thing about the in-house applications of this organization is that these have all been developed by our own personnel at zero cost to the Exchequer and it's functioning very well and to that extent we are a very tech-savvy force. That is a matter of huge pride for us.
0: Apart from the force being at the forefront of all the flagship schemes and the government schemes that the government of India is pursuing, you're also a truly public force. You are the lead force, as I said, 61 airports as of today for the CISS to guard in the, the civil airports and also the Delhi Metro, which sees a footfall of about 27 to 28 lakh people per day. Apart from being the public interface, it is very challenging to also ensure foolproof security at these systems. How do you see, sir, the aviation security and the metro security tasks of the CISF?
1: Let me begin with the Delhi Metro because we recently had a major expansion the Delhi metro sector. And there our deployment has now reached almost 13,000. As you did indicate, you know, the daily footfall on DMRC is 30 lakhs, while the average annual footfall of passengers at all our airports taken together is around 34 crores. So this is a huge, huge responsibility for us to ensure that In the limited time that is made available to us, we provide seamless and robust security for passenger travel. Now, the challenge is more intensified in the Delhi metro sector because there the window for us to do the security check is very very short compared to what you have at the airport now even in the airport we are constantly striving through the use of technology to increase the throughput and also ensure that the passenger spends the minimal amount of time at the security points alongside we are also trying to ensure that the friction points or the pain points which are there when you have a manual or an interaction with the security personnel, these are reduced to the extent possible so that the machines do the job on behalf of the duty personnel. And to that extent, complaints, frictions and other issues are resolved. So while it is a constant challenge, we are trying to do our best. The biggest challenge for us in the travel sector is also to ensure security without being particularly abrasive. So it has to be security with the right amount of politeness so that the passenger who is there, who is travelling, he does not have an unpleasant experience. We have done our best and there are a number of surveys which have ranked our airports uh, very high on our passenger-friendly security systems, particularly, and here I would like to mention the soft skills training that we impart to our duty personnel, which is about language training and also about their handling of passengers with various kinds of disabilities. This has resulted in very, very satisfactory outcomes. And our handling of autistic passengers, for instance, that has also invited lot of commendation.
0: Not many people would know that you also have a consultancy. wing. CISF is one force which also earns a lot of money for the government by way of consultancy and we know that some of the best and the premier institutes of the country take your consultancy to make them secure, to make their security robust and to ensure that the facilitation of people who work there who visit these premises are safe and secure. How has that been progressing sir?
1: Yes, thank you. In fact, that is one of the areas that we take huge pride in. And, in fact, the consultancy wing, since the time it started doing its work, which was around 1999, It has earned a revenue of around 13 crores for the government and if you ever get an opportunity to look at our consultancy reports, these are immensely professional reports where we do an advice on the kind of security infrastructure which has to be put in place along with the fire prevention infrastructure and these have all been very well received. And it's only on that account that we are constantly getting requests from various institutions. In fact, uh, the requests are so huge in numbers that it's a challenge to keep pace with uh, for these requests.
0: The fire brings me to a very recent incident at ONGC Bombay, and our troops laid down their lives in the supreme duty. And that was one scenario where the CISF has also been providing consultancy, and its independent wing is deployed at many of your concerns that are under your cover.
1: Yes, you're right. In fact. That's one of the unfortunate incidents we had recently where we lost three of our brave personnel. The gratifying thing is that their martyrdom ensured that very high value asset was saved and a lot of damage which could have entailed on account of the fire was actually prevented. We actually provide the fire prevention services in 102 of our units across the country. And alongside, we have a fire service training institute which is located on our campus in Hyderabad, which also provides training to fire service personnel drawn from the state fire services and other institutions. So we have a very professional body which is providing fire services. This body is also upgrading its skills on a regular basis to keep at par with the best in the world and also to adopt the state-of-art technology in this sector.
0: Another setup in the cap of CISF is the women personnel. If I am correct, you have the maximum women personnel among the CAPs and they have been rendering duties across the airports, across various units where you are even at thermal power plants and nuclear power plants, aerospace domain. So these women personnel are also an asset to the organization.
1: Definitely. In fact, the very nature of our responsibility, particularly in the airport and metro sector and also in many of the public sector units, entails that we we deploy women personnel because the interface is also with women travelers or even visitors. They have been doing extremely well and in fact on several occasions I take great pride in mentioning that they are very much at par with our male personnel. In fact in some areas they are doing better than our male personnel. The numbers at this point of time in terms of percentage we have the highest number of women personnel which is around 6.5% and that's one of our strong points in fact.
0: Sir in the last question very briefly I would want to know about the private sector deployment that you have. You have very few units under you very recently, the unit was inducted in Jamnagar, the country's second largest crude oil refinery if I am correct. So what is the outlook for the force when it goes to a private sector enterprise?
1: That's right. In fact. We are deployed in 10 private sector institutions, and that's a very unique thing about the force. This is probably the only government security organization which is deployed in a private sector organization. And some of the leading private sector institutions where we are deployed include Infosys and Reliance Refinery in Jamnagar. The latest one is Naya Energy, also in Jamnagar. There our deployment is on a slightly different pattern, it's on the pattern of quick response teams. So essentially we provide the teeth and the muscle to the core deployment which is done by the private sector security agencies. And obviously it's on account of the kind of services that we render. We are in great demand from this sector also.
0: We wish a very wonderful future for the CISF, for the personnel, for the men and women who make the force as such. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you so much. You were listening to an interview with the Director General, Central Industrial Security Force, Rajesh Ranjan. The interviewer was Nilab Srivastav, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the New Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.